man. You're not my man. You're a genius. And we are live. What's good, people? We are here with another iteration of the Who's Man series, the series where we interview rappers, artists, whoever, man, whoever wants to come on here and talk music with us. We get them on here and we talk music with them. I'm John D. Contradiction. I'm here with Reckless, DWR, and artist, introduce yourself. Yo, what up? This is Mark 40, straight out of Oxnard, California. New album out now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 805, Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Y'all on the same time. I forgot about that. I'm up north. He's down south, you know, but it's all West Coast. Hey, it is what it is. But um, so glad that you bring it up to out the gate talking about the new album. Let's get right into it. So I just dropped the review to it. And I, I actually had a real good fucking time with it. <laughs> I had a real good time with it, man. I I enjoy the I enjoy that kind of energy. You know, it's got the street stories, got the lingo, the slick talk. And the one thing though that um I do like to want to point out when it comes to a lot of uh let's say not to say sim- similar sounds, but like this type of hip hop there usually is like one focus and it's like, this is just going to be punchline heavy. You know what I'm saying? Wordplay punchline heavy and whatnot. And I feel like your project, you were just doing it all. You were rapping your ass off. You were throwing punches in there. You was mixing stories, but there was also a lot of intricate wordplay. So I want to talk about just the process of putting this together, but also the process of your writing. Like, tell me a little bit about it. Yeah. So little bit you should know about me is I've been doing this shit since I started out late, but I've been doing this shit maybe a little bit over 10 years. Um, last year, my computer crashed. So it was kind of fucked up because I normally record myself. I make my own beats and shit, but it crashed and I had to uh, drive like an hour down south to, to record because I found like a dope engineer that I really fuck with. He taught me a lot of tricks too. But I noticed that down like we wasting so much time, not wasting because we got songs done, but we just doing so much over here instead of it just being fluid and we could just get shit done immediately. Like I wasn't used to that, you know? So I was all, you know what, instead of it, instead of uh, just continuing to go down to the studio, take a little break and save up my bread, got a new studio, new setup, $4,000 computer, um, new microphone, and this was the, the process, and this was the making of Death Notes and 33rd. Um, it's just been a whole fucking grind, man. Like, you know, when you mix your shit, sometimes, like, to be honest, I only produce one beat off of, off of this project. Mm. But when you, you know, add certain things to it, like, I know you heard the project, there's a lot of little things added to it to make it feel more immersive. That mm. shit just takes time, man. So I've been listening to this shit for, you know, a couple months. I'm low key over it, but I love hearing people like yourself and other people, which is crazy. Like hip hop heads and, and hip hop artists that I respect say that this is my best work. They fuck with it. Mm. You know, it, it's, it's really dope. Dope. As far yeah, as, yeah. far as, as far as the writing process, man, it's just, you know, I got, I'm lucky that a lot of people send me beats. Um, I make beats myself if anything get too rough, mm. but you know, I like to write down, things not even bars but like things that evoke a feeling and then mm-hmm. from there like i know that i could put it in bar structure you know what i'm saying so i could put yeah, it in yeah. syllable form but it's really more or less about the feeling of how i'm feeling at the time if i could put mm-hmm. that into uh, uh if i could get it to evoke that feeling whenever i'm uh, back in studio mode or in writing mode then it's easy so i write down little phrases and shit all the time you know Mm-hmm. that's dope i mean it, it it does show too because there were a lot of uh for me at least there was a lot of memorable lines and there was just a lot of shit like and because you know we do things here we do one listen and that's it we do one listen i get the review going and then we'll you know i decide if i'm gonna listen to it after but even out the gate i was just like man there was a lot of fucking lines that really was sticking sticking with me and i'm just like that's that's just a lot of care as far as like, you know, when you string and shit together and it definitely does show that you have been doing it for a while. Cause a lot of artists don't understand the, the weight of that within writing. Cause it's like, it's one thing to, you know, 
write a punchline, run thing to write something like, oh, this is a cool metaphor. But it's one thing to really like relate, <laughs> you know, and and hit someone's brain where it's like, oh, OK, that's tough or like, oh, that's fucking, you know, I felt that. So you had a lot of that. So clearly, you know what the fuck's going on. Like, you know what you're doing as far as putting things together. So I can appreciate that. I've been writing a long time. And I've been working on my pen. I still to this day still work on it. So I can appreciate like small intricacies, but also like just the feeling behind it. You know what I'm saying? Because it it nothing feels, you know, like the movie life shit that rappers like to paint nowadays. They want you to, oh, every song's a movie, whether it's a hood movie or not. And it's like, for me, this is like you wrote a book, you know, and this is shit that you've <laughs> been through and I'm learning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. that shit is real. I mean, it's, you know, it's the difference between the books and the movies, you know, it's more detail. Yeah. But I'm going to be real. That's that's kind of what I was thinking about because um, the whole album title, Death Notes, I'm sure you're familiar with like the anime Death yeah. Note, but yeah. this is like Death Notes, like dope music in mm -hmm. 33rd and I'm from Oxnard, so it's 930 33rd over here. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that shit is dope. Shit is dope. So um going back to you saying, you know, you were over it from listening to it so much. How long did this take total? Like what was the total uh, timeline? All right. So realistically, I had some songs since last year. Like um, no matter what, I've had that for about a year. Mm -hmm. Um there's a couple others. Um because I named them different stuff, like when I was put piecing the album together, but they're called, uh, uh, what is it called? I think I had new routes, new routes is uh, one of them that I have for a while and, uh, cruising, cruising produced by Graphwise. But, um, to be honest, man, like the majority of the product, like piecing it together, I was at a point where I had like a bunch of songs, like way over the amount of like a normal album. And I just was trying to piece it together. Like sonically, like what goes good sonically, and I, you know, I, um, you probably don't know, but I have a lot of uh, different pockets that I could get in. So a lot of them, I just felt like, you know, this is too high um, and it goes too low for the rest of the album. Cause I don't really think this is a hype album, not putting mm -hmm. it down. I think it's a vibe. And yeah. um, that's kind of what I wanted the whole project to be on. So I just had to take songs away. But if we're talking about like actually piecing together what I had and then finishing up what i felt needed to be on the project probably like six months all right damn ace this 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 caliber of a project in six months is fucking dope i mean this yeah. is you know it's the type of shit that artists would be like oh man i i want to put out a long project now you know what i'm saying because everybody wants to follow yeah. a trend but this is the shit that makes you want to change it up for just one shot you know like i could put out something that's 15 16 tracks you know what i'm saying but no, that's dope. Six months is fucking, that's fucking impressive. Yeah, hey man, I know you don't know me, but uh, like 2020, I put out like four projects, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like kind of back to back to back and they were cool, but like having a little bit more time, which you, you said artists don't really do. You could actually listen to songs. You'll probably get tired of them, but you'll listen and you'll be like, is this dope? And you know, yeah. after you've been rapping for a while, you know, something's dope because it'll stick with you. You'd be like, I'm tired of this shit, but it's cool. And that's kind of yeah, what happened yeah, with yeah. the project. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, hey, man, that's dope, man. I mean, over here, we always appreciate when an artist is is putting out dope music, like where the quality and the consistency match. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's dope. But it's also dope, too, when, you know, something has that extra time put into it because it you, you know, you can hear it. I mean, we there's a couple of artists that we fuck with heavy, like like Napoleon, the legend. We talk about him all the time. Yeah, this dude, he dope. Bro, he dropped like 10 projects like in a year and then did it again another year. And that he, you know, he's super consistent. But then when he takes a little break and he works on something, is that much better. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even it's though crazy, his other yeah. shit is dope, it's just like that little bit of time or like even if it's something as simple as like framing together a concept. That's what give you know, that's something to really hold on to rather than like the back to back raps and shit. But this project, I mean, I definitely could hit a, the, um, you know, how cohesive it is as far as how you strung it together, because the pacing of it all was nice, man. It, it just has a nice flow front to back. It's nothing that nothing was jarring. Nothing took me out. Nothing really. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is something you could just throw on and loop whether you want to focus on it or not. It's dope either way. So yeah. that's. 
that's dope in itself. You know what I'm saying? Cause like there is that threshold where you can put out something that's too much, you know, too yeah. much fucking raps and too I'm, much. I was kind of, I was kind of worried about that at, at first. Um, just because, um, shit, my light went out. Hold up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I was kind of worried about that at first though, too, because I was all like, man, I don't want to bore niggas. You feel me? And I also, um, want to just keep it cool. Like I definitely make most of my music for the car. So if you bumped it in the car, you'll understand what I mean. But, um, you know, like I try to just keep it, like you said, a vibe, like, especially you could take this to the gym or something or, you know, you just going for a cruise, like down, you know, hour away from where you live. You could just throw this on and vibe, you know, smoke. Yeah, yeah most definitely. Yeah. I got my vibe when I was hearing it in the car. Really hit. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's when I when I really rock with a project, I like to go double check it in the car, do it while I'm driving around because, I mean, that's something too that is you know a lot of our reviews i will mention if it's something to drive around to or to go work out to or you know what i'm saying because that's a lot of people aren't thinking about that but it's like bro like if you you put out music like i want to know how it feels in any scenario you know what i'm saying like yeah it's like i'm a person too i do a bunch of other shit i go to the gym i drive around sometimes you know when i need to get away from you know the kid and the lady but like you know what I'm saying? This this real scenarios that I feel like a lot of people don't fully, fully even grasp or like think of, especially artists, which is a shame because like, you know, a lot of people, they do the YouTube shit and they're like, oh, we got to hit certain numbers. There's a certain threshold frequency, blah, blah, blah. This is the standard. Let's keep it there. But they don't think about that, that extra step. And that extra step is care. I mean, honestly, that's really how you zone in on, you know, the demographic or how you want to push it. But I definitely, definitely agree with the sound in the car. Cause I did bump this in my car and I was like, this is this, you know, this could, this could stay on for a bit. You know what I'm saying? Like I can get out my car, come back later. I won't have to look for a new project to put on. I just let it, let it go through. So I'm not mad at that at all. That means a lot, man. That means a lot. Yeah, hey, no doubt, man. I, I, and I, and I, there's a lot of projects like this one too. I've been recommended to a lot of like, you know, I talk to a bunch of hip hop heads. I'm a rapper. I know a bunch of rappers and shit. And literally the last few days, I'm just like, yo, check this out. You know, like check this out. Let's see what, you know, I want to see what people think. Cause the more I'm bumping it, the more I'm like, man, this is solid. And you know, and I, and I, and that for me is, is, is kind of rare because of how much fucking music we listen to. That's kind of one of the, that's kind of one of the reasons why I was almost even neglecting, like making it longer. And like, if you, mm. like you said in the review, like a lot of the songs are long. I felt like people are too consumed with short shit though. Yeah. So I, I noticed that ironically, a lot of people are dropping, uh, fucking, like uh, long ass projects now, which is crazy because yeah. I didn't plan that shit. But you know, just think but that's see, the there's way a difference be. between those ones and these ones. Like a lot of the mainstream now, because you know, music is 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 dying as far as you know the money field money field goes. They're dropping these huge projects to just kind of milk as much money as they can. You know what I'm saying? So a yeah. lot of their shit is just is long and is garbage. It's just you know. It's the same song, copy and pasted, pretty much twenty two times. But um, you read loose hella fast and get more streams. So yeah, far. yeah, and then they're gonna drop a deluxe that's thirty songs, and it's just like, all right, no one really cares. But this one, honestly, like, yeah, the songs are long, but it was more so coming from like a a refreshing perspective because you know we are, I'm used to hearing the short thing, you know, everything being short. But it was like it was never long to the point where I'm like all right, he's losing me. All right. This is kind of, you know, this was more so it was like, this is long, but it's justified. Like there's, there's more to this story. There's more to what's, what's being delivered. And it never really like your, I guess your like pacing on the track itself. Wasn't, it was, it was structured to a point where it's like, you know, how sometimes you get a three verse song and the third verse, if the third verse don't hit like the first two, it kind of takes away from the whole song. You're like, you didn't close out strong. So this was kind of like, Hey, every verse had a purpose. Every verse, you know, had a lot going on that could be held on to. So I can appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? A lot, as far as just listening to, you know, if I'm gonna have to listen to a songs that are about three to four minutes long, 
you got to earn my time. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, he is, he is beating the shit out of these songs. He's having a good time. Like he, he rapping his ass off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's that shit. Like, yeah. I, I tell people I, I appreciate fucking like I appreciate writers, like good writers. And it's not just yeah. like, oh, I'm a write on some calculator shit or some technical. Like, no, like someone who understands that there is a certain attention span. There is a, a, a certain degree to how strong you start or end your verse you know your verses there is like a whole lot that goes into a song and it's just dope to hear that it's not something that's around often you know what i'm saying especially from like the underground so or yeah to someone who actually likes long songs i appreciate you actually took that plunge to do that because everyone's doing the short songs nowadays so it's very much appreciated you did that yeah oh thank you thank you yeah, yeah. Cool. It's, it's a tough game because I think about it now, like back in the day, you know, we were obviously we were conditioned to the longer songs and shit like that. But back in the day, there was more variety, there different were, uh, rap voices and just all sorts know, of fun. Shit I just think there was less distractions like you didn't have yeah, Instagram. Yeah. You didn't have your phone. You actually live life. Motherfuckers don't live life like I feel like a lot of people still won't even get this album. Like it's almost like a long movie. You know, like some people say they can't sit for a three hour movie and shit. I'm a fan of those, you know, Hell like yeah. if it's good, it can't yeah. be trash. Yeah, it's got to be good development. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, bullshit. You know, story, focus on characters and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you get the like, full story of it, you know? Yeah. Like Martin Scorsese. Um, there's this director that I really like. Uh, his name's Ari Aster. He directed this mm -hmm. movie called Hereditary Midsommar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's but um, he, he's really artistic and like he develops the story before he even does anything crazy which like I'm a fan of. So not saying I took uh, inspiration from that, but that's what I wanted to do with this project. You feel me? Yeah. So I y'all like it. Yeah. 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 I can appreciate that too. That's the thing too, with like a, a good film or like a good show is like, you know, you could compare it to even like you look at the original, not right now currently, but like how Marvel built their universe. And it's like everything had a backstory. We ain't going to talk about that, man. Disney <laughs> fucked up that whole franchise. Oh, now they're, t now they're <laughs> turning into chaos, but that's because they're yeah. going down the route of like, let's just throw shit out there and let's just try to make it. It's you fucking know. terrible, man. But it's like, that and, was and I, I love downfall. superhero movies. Yeah. And now, yeah, DC came out where they just threw everything at you and they had no backstory. So it was garbage yeah. out the gate. Or it's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm very big on like, I love a good movie and like TV shows. And I, I like to compare things to the way um, Game of Thrones did things like when they started yeah. off. And then it's like the new season of the new show, House of Dragons. I was like, I'm not loving it because there's no the shit that made me like the original just isn't here. Like there is no real politics. It's just drama, 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 you know, cliffhanger, drama shock value and it's like bro that's not <laughs> you know that's not a movie. yeah yeah that shit yeah. gets old like there's reasons why we remember shit like all the deaths in the godfather movies because mm -hmm. them shits was shocking because <laughs> it wasn't powerful. all the time yeah, yeah. it was shocking yeah. them shits they made you feel something and they were random that shit yeah. hurts <laughs> you know? kind of deal like damn <laughs> i didn't even think of that yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like even like shows like if you ever watch the wire you know what i'm saying when motherfuckers died in that you was it was unexpected like when homeboy yeah. was walking around with the shotgun got killed by a kid you're like whoa <laughs> you know that fucked me up i didn't see that coming from a mile away but it's shit like that there's it's one good. i gotta watch too everybody been telling me to watch snowfall i just haven't watched it yet it's all right it's good but it, it <laughs> ah you kill it for me it falls off because you know john singleton wrote originally was was doing it oh, okay. so you know yeah. hollywood was like we need to fill in the gaps so oh, they turned okay. into, yeah it turned into tv <laughs> fodder it turned into the but the beginning it starts off super dope because it's very okay. rooted in, yeah it's very oh, rooted man. in the old the Rick, the real Rick Ross is his era and like just hip hop. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's it starts off super dope. So I, I definitely recommend starting it off. Mm -hmm. But um, so to get back to this though, um, so this is how many projects you said you dropped a couple. What is this number five for you? I'm guessing. Shit, man. If we're talking about the projects that I did early on, which I wish I didn't, and artists, if you're listening right now. 
you don't necessarily got to release everything that you just initially come up with. You could actually sit on that and see if it is even worth releasing because I released a lot of projects before this. So like maybe even like I have a band camp and some of the older ones are still up, mm. but this is probably not project number like 17. But if we're talking about like on my Spotify or, or Apple music and shit, this is number nine. Okay. Damn, yeah. are right, you active out here? So you out here, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You can I, find some shit on YouTube, like of my early shit. You could just see uh, the gradual growth. I always had bars I felt, but I didn't wasn't too confident on my voice. I didn't understand my voice. I think that's most rappers, right? And I yeah. started late, like um, like a lot of my homies that are really dope. Um, they've been rapping since like elementary. Mm. Like I didn't start rapping until after high school, so I felt like. I was at a total disadvantage. And the first thing that I did was make beats. I didn't start rapping immediately, you know? Mm. There's nothing wrong with that, you know? You start where you start, and then gradually you get to where you're supposed to be, you know? Some people start later, earlier, so I'll just... The cars are dealt, basically. Yeah. Honestly, making beats first is probably just better to get a a grasp on, you know? Bars. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, realistically. More complex schemes and flows, yeah. Cause I mean, like that's that's what every like starting rapper struggles with is like the pocket, and you know, someone throws a beat to you that just don't sound like what you're comfortable with. You're all fucked up. You don't know what to do with it. So, beat making is dope. But then it's like when you get to a point when you've been doing it for a while, beat making is it's your backup. (laughs) You know, when it's like I want to put out something. I'm not trying to shell out some money on beats, and I want to make something that I just can't hear right now from uh, anywhere else being able to make your own beats is it's therapy, man. Like, I feel like that's more therapy than it is like even rapping, bro, because you could just be on the music tip. You don't got to worry about making sense, whatever you could literally yep. do some fucked up shit on the keyboard, put a filter on it, like throw a little fucking hi hat, like off beat yep. and just make some slapping shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beat making yeah, is, is always fun. Yeah, <laughs> I, I fuck with beat making. I bought a, um, I got a the MPCX, and oh nice, bro. And I, I that's the best investment I've ever made in my entire like artist career. Like I to the point where I don't even rap on half the shit I make. I'm just making beats and enjoying myself, bro. Like just that's chopping dope. shit up. Yeah, just chopping shit up, and I got the machine, time. and I, I almost feel like like for a while I was super big on the machine, but. Mm. I almost feel like it's, it might be time for something new because um, the workflow, like as far as like uh, exporting beats and shit, I just don't really like it, man. Like you have yeah. to use this shit called clips. And um, I don't know, man, it just doesn't feel fluid and it doesn't feel as fun as like I have homies that use like Logic and Ableton and you could actually just, you can start with a loop, you know, but then you could just track shit out and play it. And it's, yeah. it's just easier that way. It's, it yeah, makes yeah, it kind of yeah. weird. You have to use these shit called ideas. And, yeah. Know, but yeah. That's, I mean, that's honestly why I got this too. Uh, I, uh, when I first dove into making beats, uh, the homie little Vic, he, he blessed me with a old school MPC. And I was like, all right, let me learn the tough of it first to get used to it. And then when I got this, I'm like, bro, this is a cheat code, but like it does, it makes everything easier. And every time they update it is always something new from like this shit detecting um, what key, whatever you put into it is in to like, it even has a mode where you can make your drum sound more humanized and it will knock things off of time, like quantized road. Oh yeah. Like a swing. Yeah. It'll add different swings and like just off time, certain things you can explode like single track files into multiple, like split your whole drums and one export. It's nice, bro. And you're selling <laughs> it pretty good, bro. I'm like, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. It makes everything super easy. So I'm not even mad at it. But um, <laughs> so reckless. What you got? I know you got some questions too. Before oh, I get you already know, out. you know I do. So I want to talk on the cover. Like, what was the inspiration for the cover, and who did that cover for you? Uh, I did. <laughs> oh, dope! You yeah. made the cover. Yeah. Well, AI and me made the cover. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. And you? Oh, oh yeah. So you. So let me. Before you tell us how, let me take <laughs> a shot though. Did it has? Did it have anything to do with City of God the movie? No, because <laughs> uh, uh, I don't no, know why the, this the, looks like City of God. Hey, like looking p- at possibly it. it looks like like uh the main antagonist, huh? 
Yeah, with the gun. Yeah. Yeah. But what I typed in is I typed in spirit of the urban community because that's what I was gonna call the album something different. But then I saw that and I was all like, Hey yo, this is fucking crazy. It looks like he's playing a violin with an AR and blasting all these kids. And then if you zoom into the background, the angel has like a demon face. So that's why I got the whole idea for Death Notes and 33rd. I was all like, we rolling with this shit. Let's go. No, nah, this shit is dope. I I gave that because I gave the art a 10 out of 10. I was looking at this shit because yeah, like, it's mainly as fuck. Yeah, I do the, you know, I gotta add the stamp to it and whatnot. So I throw it in Photoshop. So I it like, you know, it blows it up for me. And I was like, hold up. I'm like, this shit is cold. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> it, like that's one thing about me and like all my projects. Like what I realized what really sells the music too is a good album cover. It's a good because cover. Really it te- it, it kind of tells the story of the project and I and you know music is art you know and I think a lot of artists aren't even tapping into that man like yeah. they just go for the basic ass shit or what everybody else is doing I always try and do something different I'm not gonna always use AI I'm gonna pay somebody like I've paid um a lot of dope um album mm-hmm. cover creators or whatever but the thing is it's it's whatever speaks to whatever you're saying and I yeah. felt this was perfect for it yeah yeah. Now, nah, yeah, art, it, it, it's super important, man. It's like, especially for artists trying to get people to look at their stuff, because it's like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, you don't want to see some badly Photoshop, you know, cut out of some dude and his whole fit on something where he looks super short. You know what I'm saying? It just looks. I'm going to be real, though. I'm going to be real, though. Like, if it's if it's a fire project, you can make that shit look hard as fuck, though. <laughs> yeah but that's what catches people <laughs> it reminds me of back in the day you go into like you know the record store cd stores and you see something dope and you're like oh let me listen to it just off the strength of the cover was fire you know what's crazy there's one artist i always mention it because it was one album that i had no idea who to do was I, and i just remember seeing the cover and i was like i'm gonna listen to this because this cover was dope but it was the first time i ever listened to logic and it was mm. the under pressure album and I was Is like, that the one where he like on, on I don't really listen to Logic, but um, there was one beat that I really loved. Uh, I think it was the greatest. I don't know if that was on the project. Uh, I don't know if that was. Uh, I think that uh, I'm not sure. That might have been on that the second one he did the like anime inspired one. But his first one, hey, um, he just it's had like a, a rocket really, ship. Yeah, yeah, the rocket ship one. That was the anime yeah, yeah, album. yeah. That, that was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now, the album was cool too. But like, I uh, him, I never would have learned about him or listened to him if it wasn't for the artwork was album. cold. That, that that was some cold ass artwork. Yeah, he puts he, his album artworks do look good, and it's like, bro, that's enough to get. That was enough to get me to listen and become a fan. You know what I'm saying at the time, and it's just like something as small as that. You never, you never know, and that's another thing with like Napoleon the Legend. I rock with him because all of his arts. They're they're super nineties influence. You know what I'm saying? Like eighties, nineties, yeah. the shit that I loved growing up. He got the Dragon Ball Z one. Like star. <laughs> I'm like, bro, that shit speaks to me. So it's like little shit like that. <laughs> you know, no one's gonna listen to you know some shit you just threw together with no care. You know, the yeah, cover. Yeah. Week, it's like kind uh, of a liquor store, some on top of a car, like everyone else does. You know, yeah. Hey, that might be the next one. Who knows? You know, if it speaks <laughs> to whatever I'm talking about, then that's what it's gonna be. Yeah, if it matches, if it matches the album, if it matches like the name, and it it like makes you think, yeah, and it works. But if it's just some bullshit, you You know, know, some generic shit, that's what I mean. You know, just like oh, I would do it, you know, just because everyone's doing it. No, yeah, the reason for it, you know, what I'm saying that's what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, what also on the album you did a song with Conway the Machine. How'd you link up with the homie? All right, so that Conway song was actually supposed to be Planet Asia on there. Like, I talked oh, to Planet Asia a lot and shit. But, um, but uh, he's just been busy and shit. And he had been saying that he was going to get it to me for like a month. And then through a third party, I got this connect with Conway. And that shit, it just fell into my lap. So I was all, you know what? I'm not even going to pressure Asia right now because I could always get a feature from him. Yeah. I'm going to just sink it in with Conway. And it was a 16, but I chopped it up specifically to make the song longer. And just uh, so I can get off a couple more bars, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that verse was crazy. I'm like, oh, man, here we go. 
it's it's always dope seeing like when um you know obviously the the higher tier rank link up with the underground and they actually and there's actually a dope verse because you know i I've seen a lot of bullshit verses. I think I saw that whole era of people dishing out bullshit verses for the underground, but nah, he fucking, that verse was dope. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of dope. There was a lot of dope verses that stood out for me on this one too. Um, uh, blues, blues shit was dope. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot. This, this, this project had, it had a good amount of contrast too, which is always welcome. Like on a long project, you know what I'm saying? Like, that contrast is needed. And it's not to say like it was needed as far as like, cause you are doing, you obviously holding your own on. I have more raw shit. I know what you mean. Exactly. I have more raw shit, like the super underground shit, but I felt like everybody's doing that. And it it almost makes the shit that I like, like, I don't even want to listen to that shit because I hear it so much and I hear people just doing trash ass jobs at it. So I figured, let me give people a taste of this shit. Cause I got more of that for the future. And then uh, give them something else like uh, like running moves and and you know different shit you know yeah yeah now nah, yeah you you hear so much of it that it's just like you you, you want to show like all right I can do that too but and better but I'm not gonna base my whole fucking sound or project on that and that's what a lot of cats are doing too just to try to you know spark up a little bit of fire which is like I get it it's, if if it's their business and that's how they want to play the game go for it but. But if it, if you're oversaturating the market, then is it fire? Like it could be yeah. fire, but like if you heard the same shit, like trap at one point, like I loved it. Um, and now it's just like uh, new. it's yep. so played and generic, and I don't want to hear that shit. Not to say that there isn't dope trap music, but it's just everything is the same, bro. Yeah, you, know? you don't want to try to to find it because of how much you have to go through to actually find dope trap. Yeah, you know, and that's a lot of the. I mean, we get a lot of, we get a lot of that shit. But that's the thing we we see the fucking like error, like not even the errors, but like the trends. Like when one thing hits, everything it hits, and it's just like everyone follows, and we get like it's like we get one drill release sent to us, we get ten that follow. You know, <laughs> Drake puts out something. We get a bunch of releases that sound like that shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like... I'm going to be real, though, man. I wanted to, to drop some shit to that 8 a.m. in Charlotte because that shit's cold. But it's like Hell seeing yeah. so many people do it already. Everyone did it. Yeah. yeah. Everyone did that it. One, uh, what was that one, two uh, mix that he put out that had that 11 pepper, 11 pepper freestyle? With that. Everyone does it. Yeah. And then it just it just gets played out. You know Even what I'm saying? Don't fucking be here. Like, I can't. Can't yeah, do it. yeah. It's, it's, it's just it's just diluted, you know. Yeah, so, and it's just we're like later, we later we forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I'd rather, yeah. Like it's it's just that at this point, you know, if no one's saying it's a challenge or like no one's, you know, if there's no reward for it, then what the fuck? I don't I don't really care no more. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those are the those beats are ones though. I hope like you know make their make their way onto like them radio show freestyles like someone just you know it just pops oh. up and then someone has yeah. to snap on it you know what i'm uh, saying face, then man, you could appreciate like it i would really like to see like sci high or somebody on the am and charlotte beat that'd be dope Shout oh, out dude, to he's the fucking truth any, yeah. any of them like them them freestyle killers like him or them coast contra boys or like you know what i'm saying no, they, they nasty too yeah, yeah. Sim- Simba would be dope. Yeah, King Los yep. if he's still yep. doing his shit. Oh, shout out to King Los. He don't drop it. You know who would be dope? You know who would be dope on it too? Like in mm-hmm. his pocket, like like Russ would be dope on that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was a good one too. Yeah. So speaking of um, uh, artists, so I like to mention a couple of artists that I just think would you would sound dope in contrast with, and um. The whole time listening to this, I was like, bro, you know, I think you and Annoyed would put out like a fucking like, you know, like some heat, like oh, what they call cool. it, a barn burner, like some sh- <laughs> some shit. <laughs> um, uh, annoyed? Yeah, Annoyed. You ever hear um, him? He's, he's the truth. Okay, we'll we'll change some stuff. He's a dope artist. He's dope. Where's, he, where's he from? Uh, I think he's from upstate. Upstate New York. Okay. Um, but he... he had like a, a circuit where he was on a static project and he was doing shit with like Chris Webby and then static produced a whole project for him. 
And I was like, bro, this dude, I just kept following him. And he started doing like a bunch of, he does a bunch of freestyles too. And he snaps, but he, he's fire. But listening, I think you two would have a very dope contrast as far as just pen work, your vocals, the way it would clash. I like, I feel like that's a, that's a track that's undeniable. Just off and, of energy. And uh, like, I really appreciate this shit. This is why I even fuck with y'all because y'all put me up on game and I, I value your opinion. So I'm going to go actually listen to this nigga. That's just probably going to happen now. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, yeah. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be looking for it. That, that happens. Cause he's, he's super dope. And I just think the way y'all sound, it would be like, cause he's another one of those artists that like you hear him and you're like, bro, he sound like he giving you where he's from just in his voice. And he he be punching, but it's like food and medicine. He's mixing up everything. So definitely, well, yeah, definitely on that tier of like when I hear you, I hear him, and I'm like, oh, these are these are artists I fuck with. These are you know what I'm saying? Like I think they would do work. Yeah, I could also hear it with Toxic. That guy was a dope ass artist. Yeah, what happened to Toxic? He was dropping a bunch of projects. Oh, you, you talking about Toxic? Toxic from Vegas. Where's he from? I don't know where he's from, but I heard we reviewed him before. He's from Vegas. He's from, yeah, um, he is, he is, his partner's X, X Music. Hey, yeah, X Music. Yeah, yeah, that's the homie. Yeah, and he, I, <laughs> Toxic goes by uh, uh, Aaron North now. Aaron North. Oh, okay. that's why I haven't seen him in Yeah, we gotta, check out, we gotta check it out. Okay. Yeah, he, he's, he's dropping a lot of shit, actually. He was on tour with, uh, with Dizzy. Nice. Dizzy yeah. also super, super underrated. Yeah. Consistent. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to X Music too. I, I I used to rock with X Music back. Well, I mean, I still do, but I haven't I haven't heard from him in a minute. Man, he had a whole bunch of like personal shit. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna air it out or anything, but he yeah. just had a whole bunch of shit um happen. Uh, he's fine though. Like he's actually working on a lot of music right now. And dope, um, dope. if you dig into my discography, you'll see like a bunch of shit that we had together that you probably haven't heard. So oh, dope, dope. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, I met him. I met him like years ago when I was like really rapping, rapping, and I met him at um King backpack. backpack thing. Yeah, Moolah. Yeah. And um, which, which one? Oh, it was the LA one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was when he won it, probably, huh? Yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah. It, it was <clears throat> him and uh, it's a Top couple two. of dudes. Him toxic. There was a couple of dudes that 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 like went off that year. Token was there. Oh yeah. Um, there was a Dom Dom Mikel. There was a bunch of people there, and that was um that was there was some fun shit. There was like the whole uh, Joel the Joel's uh Ortiz shit and like. Oh yeah, when uh what's it? What's his name? Child fucked fucked up. Up. Yeah, yeah, mad child. Yeah, I got I got that shit on camera, bro. That shit. Was <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> I was like, what is yeah. going on here? <laughs> oh, man, he he was he was high on drugs, man. Blame that he H. Mess. He was a mess. Yeah. And his fucking manager was like, oh, I wrote the verse for him yesterday. I'm like, bro, this don't make this any better. Any better. Yeah, like, <laughs> you could have left that out, bro. <laughs> yeah, like this is not making this any better, but. Hey, it is what it is. Hey, I got a question because I wasn't there at that one. Did Jaron fuck up his verse? Because it looked like it was just part of the freestyle. And but like me as a rapper, mm. he he went like this, and it sounded like they blurred something out. But I think he just forgot something. Yeah, no, uh, I don't remember. It was uh, for his. I don't remember if it was like because it's that's the, that's, that's yeah, that's still my favorite. Like to be yeah. honest, like it sounded shit, way yeah. different than the audio, like that for the video, obviously because they captured it better. But like the sound was like shoddy from the crowd the whole time. Like oh shit, so everything wasn't as clear as like the video showed it. So you couldn't tell if it was him or if the mic was messing up. There was just a lot of stuff going on there. It was a weird event. It was a lot of weird yeah. shit. Going on, but it was yeah. Dope. The New York one was dope. The next year, that's the one that I went to, and that shit was hard as fuck. <laughs> nice, nice. <Yeah. laughs> I'm mad. I was supposed to go to that one, but uh, uh one of my yeah. homeboys, Paco, was doing a lot of um camera work and shit for that too. And he was, I was watching with him, and I'm like, damn, this is dope. You know who yeah. was at the LA one? You you a fan of battle rap? A little bit. Little bit. There's this one dude who uh, is always getting posted on URL. Tall, tall white dude, Anderson Burris. Tall, hokey white dude, and he been rapping with like Gunbar dude, like with like names. But he was there at Moolah, and I remember telling everybody, I'm like, it's my favorite rapper here because he had on a, he had on a I'm black shirt and was just <laughs> punching. Like his whole entry was him just punching, and I'm like. He sounded nerdy, but I'm like, yo, he's fucking snapping, and nobody was taking him serious. I'm like, dude, this oh, dude's dope. Damn. 
And yeah, he, man. sure enough, he like all over URL and like, you know, smack battles and shit, battling like names that I grew up rocking, you know, fucking yeah. with battle rap wise. So I'm like, yo, good for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> so out of all the 15 tracks in the project, not including the intro, which one would you say is your favorite? When I was bumping it, Mo- uh, Mo- what is it? Mo- Moses? Moses? Was Moses. Favorite? Yeah. That was my yeah. <clears throat> that was fun because, uh, that entire record, the Moses record, uh, was produced by Who's, and I was at the homie of uh, Cyrillus. He's part of Lord Mob and shit. But I was at his, his studio, and um, we were just chilling, and Who's was all like, hey, man, I got to get you on a beat. Or you know what? Um, the homie Enzyme was there. I was doing a feature for him. I got out of the booth, and then he was all, man, I got to get you on something else. And he just played the first beat he played was that one. I was all like, send me that. I got something for it. And... um yeah, it just came out of that, and it was pretty. It's just pretty much about grinding, bro. Just working, you know. Like when I say like Moses, it's a double entendre, you know. Like how he's supposed to stretch the Red Sea, but you know, it's like me getting a bad, mm-hmm. a bad pack. Like how am I supposed to stretch that? You know, you just gotta gotta get to work. All right, that's facts. Yeah, nah, that's right. Um, but I didn't answer your question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's his favorite? I'm 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 tired as fuck of this project, bro. So like I don't know, probably the Conway joined because like Conway's one of my favorite right now. Um, Theory okay. hasn't made the beat. That beat slap like that was one of the beats I actually paid for because like I heard that shit posted on Instagram. I was like, I need this. I'll pay whatever. <laughs> pay top dollar for it. You know what I'm saying? If you want yep. slaps, Theory has it. Has it. Um. But I mean, there's other joints on there. Like I really like treetops. Mm. Um, it's just simple. Um, it's just Hell smooth. Take off the project, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the way I like it. I heard it. I was all like, "This intro for sure." And then, <laughs> um, damn, bro, I forget what I named up. You got the track listing right now? Yeah, yeah. What's the what's the track before running moves? Uh, but, oh, sidestep. Sidestep. I really like sidestep too. Nice. nice. Mm-hmm. For me, outside of um the Conway track, I really like the hate uh, Hades Kitchen. Yeah. That's I just really, real shit. Yeah, I really fuck with that one. I was like, yeah, this 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 that energy right here. That's uh <laughs> that's produced by uh my cousin, the other Ford. He'd be producing mm-hmm. for uh Flea and shit too. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's from Virginia. Nice. Or Carolina, sorry. North Carolina. Mm, mm. Yeah. Hey, dope. Yeah. Super dope. That's right. And um, I want to talk a little bit about Oxnard, because growing up, uh, when I was first starting rapping, I heard that the scene was kind of like a crabs in a bucket. Nobody really liked, supported each other. That's like- every city, bro. I'm going to be real with you. I stayed in Vegas for a little bit. It's the same <laughs> shit over there. I got family in Houston. It's the same shit over there. Like, no matter where you go, if uh-huh. you're in a relatively... You could be in a big city, but there's a small pocket to the city, right? Motherfuckers yeah. is going to be hating because they feel like if somebody else is getting shine, then that means it's fucked up for them. That's yeah. a bitch mentality and a stupid way of thinking because if you just embrace everybody, some people are dicks, granted, right? So yeah. exclude those. But if you just embrace everybody, shit will flourish, bro. Like, look at That's um, how the South works. That's how the South has always been. Just mm-hmm. to say, yeah. like in, in Atlanta, they love anything that comes from Atlanta, and they all blow up. <laughs> they all blow yeah, up. They and then um, you could look at like you could, I don't know if you fuck with like Joe Rogan and shit, but if you look at what he did with comedians, like bringing everybody yeah. to like Austin, it's mm-hmm. the same shit, bro. But we can't do that with music because motherfuckers is too cool. People got edges, especially big ego. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a small-ass city in Oxnard, so getting back to your point over the city over here, I mean, there's shit that motherfuckers is holding on since high school that uh, uh, that block, like, generations of people fucking with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, stupid-ass yeah. shit. Yeah, I was going to say, if it changed, but I guess, you know, that's my question's answer is still say the same relatively all these years. Because I remember um, Kilo My generation? Up. My generation, maybe... It's kind of the same, roughly, but like the newer kids right now that are coming up that are on like the new wave, which is like um, a lot of the Chicano shit, and even like the, like niggas like the Slump Boys, they Samoan, and they be doing the G Funk shit. Um, they all fucking with each other, and th- and they're flourishing, which is is dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
No, it's dope. Yeah, because I remember like even like down at K Kilo back when he was, you know, big, everyone just hated on the dude and they could have went up with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's a shame. You know, there's a lot of talent in Oxnard. I've heard a lot of dope rappers out of there. Clear you yourself. know, like when I left Cal- when I left California for a bit and I was just seeing like, don't get me wrong, like Vegas has a lot of talents, but we're talking about like per per square mile maybe or some shit. Like this is a small ass city. We got a lot of dope motherfuckers over here. I don't know what it is. Something in the water, something <laughs> in the air. <laughs> no, that's dope. It's, to them, you know, it's dope. crazy, bro. I think we've only heard of one place where the scene was like thriving, and that was the Mutica Boys, uh, Anthony Cannon and them. The motherfuckers all support each other. They they book like huge shows. They drive out to Utica and they all support the shit out of each other. They're always featured on each other's projects and more. And I always like will somehow find someone from their circle somewhere else and they'll bring them into it. Like the motherfuckers only groups besides like Atlanta, <laughs> only spot that like does shit together. And it's like, it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame, bro. That's how music you, you used to be. You repped your hood and your hood shined together. <laughs> yeah, love and all that, but you know. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of set tripping going on and not just over here, not really even over here anymore. It's more or less like just in general, bro. There's just a lot of and not even with gangs. I mean, a lot of mainstream shit, like you don't realize it's tied to gang shit. Yeah. So there's just a lot of politics. Like music, I feel like is more political than anything right now of hip-hop i should say because like people don't even realize like how much shit is tied to different shit like certain people just are never going to get on not to even sound negative because of just who they're affiliated with yeah and you know it may maybe it was bad before because of like labels like we're gatekeepers and shit but there's still gatekeepers out here they just in the streets yep yeah it just turned into a different that you know it evolved like anything else gatekeeping evolved like anything else you know what i'm saying that's just that's just how it goes you know what i'm saying you especially now like where artists have you know with like outlets you know like social media and all the shit that's on their phone you got back in the day it was just like yo the beehive is going to come after you but now every fucking artist has a group of followers yeah. that will ruin your your online career, bro. Like they'll yeah. they'll dig up dirt. They'll get you banned. They'll get you blocked. Like they'll fucking ruin. Depending on how big they are, you know, not yeah. everybody can really do that. Not everybody's in Nicki Minaj. Not everybody's, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever, but they yeah. will. They will apply pressure. I mean, I uh, that happened to me. I dropped a um a little Kim review on this page when she like tried to make her comeback, and it was trash. And bro, <laughs> they found. They found everything social media that I had, bro. When I tell you it was like two months of every day, like a hundred plus notifications of these dudes just roasting me, making fun of my kid, like going crazy, bro. This last Damn, that's wild. Yeah. I was like, bro, and I, you know, I enjoyed it because it's the internet. Like, I don't take it serious, but I was like, bro, if this shit happened to someone who's, you know, not, not as together. resilient yeah. like me, they would have been, it would have crushed them, bro. Like they would have yeah. been disabling accounts and shit. So it was, but it was, you know, it was like every, you know, my phone, it was crazy. It's like my phone battery was dying from how many, <laughs> I was getting, you know, daily. I know, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be real with you though, man. Like just, if you, I'm sure you did because you're here, but just keep doing what you're doing. And it's only promotion, bro. You feel yeah. like oh, it yeah. is being bad, but if you're doing quality content, some motherfuckers is going to stay. They're going to be like, you know what? I was hating on you at first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true hey yeah hey i mean that's what we i mean that's got us here is the consistency and us doing what we gotta do like you know we've had we have rome streets on here Ari the rugged man you know 38 special so it's like you know Chuck i'm gonna Street. be real that's why i'm even fucking with y'all because there's a consistency i literally see y'all every day matter of fact i expect this shit every day like every <laughs> yeah, day yeah. i open my shit i'm like where the shit at <laughs> yeah, man, you know, we got it. I was always like, yo, I want to keep it consistent. And it's just like, bro, like I listen to that much music just in my regular life. So it was like, why not turn it into reviews, get a little team behind it and just hey, post up some reviews, some real, real fucking reviews. Not no bullshit, not no AI generated shit that people have been doing lately, which I've been seeing, you know, That's no crazy like that. Yo, it's do- it's wild because you can. I saw some uh, someone complained about a review that they got 
that was AI generated. So on our page, it was the one of the ones I think the one I posted today or yesterday, the it was like three dudes or whatever. And mm-hmm. one dude mentioned it. So I was like, oh, AI reviews. So I looked it up and I use like chat GBT for like work and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, let me let me see how this works. And it pulls from it'll pull from their whole catalog. Like it'll pull from every review that they've ever had and make something the thing about uh chat GBT and like just AI in general, it yeah. only could do what you introduce it to. So it can't yeah, think yeah. for itself per se. So it pulls from everything. So it might give you an answer one way and then it might give you an answer yeah. another way, but get into the AI shit. Like I'm kind of like, this is what I do to fall asleep. Like I'm kind of big into astronomy. A little bit so like late at night i'll put on like an astronomy video that shit just helps me go to sleep i don't know but i started realizing that a lot of this shit is ai bro yeah i'm like that's kind of a good hustle because you really don't have to think you don't have to think <laughs> you don't have to think and yeah. I, I mean you can see that now like they got them with like uh any of those relaxation channels and shit because like so i got you know i got a lazy ass bulldog so I can't bug him and fuck with him all day because we're inside. So for like a couple hours, I'll throw on dog TV and the the rate at these the way these pages are made and how they're all like you can tell they're AI generated. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. You gotta the think, music, you gotta th- I know the music man. And you the can music make AI, AI generated. So. It's crazy, yeah. bro. It's you crazy. Have, I, I got an app, the caption app I use. I use the app that gives that generates the caption for the videos. And yeah. it's like, hey, do you want AI to generate a song for you on this shit on the beats? And then they'll be like, what genre? And I'll look up like hip hop from Atlanta or something, and it'll make some bullshit trap beat. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy and it's quick. It take like two minutes. I seen a DJ Payne do some shit where he was talking about, I forget the software, but um, I guess you could have it produce samples for you and that's kind of where it's i was web, there's a website i i, I actually yeah. i actually got the website i i i, I tested it out and it is crazy <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's man. fucking crazy i was like fucking around i'm like oh i need a i need a synth with like a couple of strings behind it and it literally generated very close to what the fuck i was thinking like i put what key i needed it in and it was it, that's crazy yeah it's scary <laughs> scary because like <laughs> I'm going to be real, though. Like, it still doesn't have soul yet. I mean, maybe nah. it will in the future. But, oh, yeah. you know, I feel like you can, only, you can only go one way for so far. Like, yeah, hip-hop went super uh, how it was going. And we could say what changed it or whatever. But it went one way so far. Then it's going the other way. Yeah. Then it went to, like, more party-ish. I mean, it's always been party-ish. But it kind of went to, like, where it was at with Trap. Then it kind of got lyrical. I feel like we're at, like we're talking about a mainstream, right? Like the mm-hmm. whole mainstream aspect of it. But I feel like it's going to some different place now. I don't know where that place is, yeah. but it's almost even like I'm listening to a lot of newer shit. It feels like fucking trap with punk rock, bro. Like I don't yeah, know what the fuck yeah, the, the shit. This the the emo like the emo trap. I, I'm I'm even if I've been talking. I'm even a fan of it. It's becoming like a bigger thing. And I'm not mad at it. <laughs> it's an extreme, but I'm not mad at it. But it is there's an audience for like, everything. There's an yeah. audience for everything. Yeah. What did te- what did Immortal Technique say? He said there's a fucking uh, market for uh, shit fetish videos and fucking yeah. chocolate snails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they really and, and and them and them companies, them them labels, they gonna find it. <laughs> they gonna find gonna it, bring it, it out of people. Yep, they are gonna bring it out of people. Even if you didn't know you were a fan of that shit, you're gonna see it so much that you're gonna become a fan of it, bro. Like, yes, yeah. and then you're gonna get sick of it, and then it's gonna be time to for them to take something from the underground again. Yep, yep. That's, where they that's go. usually that's usually how it goes. I mean, you you hear you know you get into those lulls where the year is kind of boring. And then music wise, and then someone's like, yo, did you hear this new artist? This is fresh. And you're like, oh shit, this actually is. And then the rest of the year is just that sound. And you're like, well, it's not fresh no more. You know, it's dead. <laughs> so question. This question. We we talked about my shit. It's almost time to be be out or whatever. But uh, how did you start this shit? And how did you uh get reckless here to be a part of your shit? Who who is all part oh, of man. the team? Because I didn't know this shit, you know. Oh man, yeah. So I'll run you through a quick little history of it. So um long story short, the way it started, I've always been just a music fan. Like, you know, old school 
I'm like a New York purist, New York punk, New York metal, New York hip hop. Love it. 90s, my favorite era for all those genres and just the beginning of shit. So I grew up, I was in punk bands. You know, I sang in punk bands and I always grew up in that era, but I always loved hip hop. I rapped a lot growing up. And once my punk band stuff stopped, I started rapping solo. Rapping solo, I always enjoyed the times because I was always listening to music still. So I always adapted and learned new shit from like different, you know, generations of it, whatnot. And around the time when that Moolah, the Moolah thing happened, um, it was big on the funk volume era too, where everybody was doing like those hip hop competitions and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, the ciphers and shit. Yeah, everybody was jumping yeah. into that. So that's Moolah, honestly around the time I started rapping. It was it was a good time as far as community wise. You know, it was like a lot of underground shit. It wasn't no outside money too much of that. You know, kind of control. That's when it was like uh, the organic viral shit. Yes. Yeah, like you could actually go viral. Like it wasn't like you. You still can. Like the homie uh, Hazard, like this is my boy or whatever. He's, mm. he's like um, I wouldn't call him a Chicano rapper, but um, he started this shit called Forty Ounce Fridays. My bad, Daniel, mm. too. No, but uh, he he had done it for like uh, two years on Instagram, and I think he was at like two thousand followers. And we mm. always had this conversation about like, oh, you need to do a TikTok, and we laughed. But then he hit me up one day. He was all like, Forty. I'm going to do it, dog. I'm going to create a TikTok. <laughs> it is what it is. And the first video that he did, it was like maybe like two minutes long or some shit where he's just rapping with a 40. Just It, it was some, bar, some bars that he written, but it was like a freestyle. Yeah. This nigga hits me up two days later. He's at 300,000 followers. <laughs> and There you go. And he's, he's still growing on Instagram. He's crazy. He's got a whole bunch of different uh, propositions and offers with cookies and different shit he's traveling that's awesome so yeah tiktok could still get you viral but it's just yeah, like TikTok, i don't know i haven't, yeah. I haven't found my that's stride with TikTok that is, uh, you know i mean it was it, it remember they tried to the u.s was trying to ban it and shit because they wanted to get in on that money tiktok is still fresh and it still has those ways of getting there but it's it's slowly getting controlled like music wise because like you can monetize your music and like, you know what I'm saying? Like labels yeah. are getting a hold of like those streams and shit now, but it's still just off pure content. That is probably the best way to go as far as going viral or, you know, like a small clip. So, I mean, so I was listening to uh, Curtis King the other day. I don't know if you guys fuck with him. I heard of him, but I, so he had I post get the memory going. Yeah. He's like a, like, like a content creator, I guess you could say, but he makes beats too. But he was uh, posting this article up that uh, I'll share it with you. But mm -hmm. he has said that Spotify really has never made Spotify. The company has really never made any money off of the music that they stream. They pay the artists and then they pay the people that have the biggest contribution to them, which are the three uh, major uh, record labels that are signed to them. Mm -hmm. And they pretty much got them at a stronghold because if any one of those record labels removes their music and they're down bad, and the reason that Apple and let's say uh, Google or YouTube music now at a better position is because they offer different services and they offer original content as opposed to uh, Spotify, which I, I guess they were trying to do the, the whole um, podcast shit, but that shit kind of fell. So yeah, we might be looking at a, a Spotify just going out of business as a DSP. And I bring that up to talk about TikTok. I don't know how that's just going to play out. Yeah. I mean, I, it's kind of known. I mean, everybody knows that even though people, you know, artists like the the flash of Spotify because they always, you know, post your yearly recap, post your stats and all that shit. It's like because that's all they can do to get people to, you know, really focus on their platform. Yeah. It's like Apple's not giving a fuck because they're making their money, you know. Yeah. Especially after that huge think. Chance the Rapper thing that happened with like the independent label thing. But it's like they, they don't need to worry about it. YouTube's doing its own thing. They don't need to worry about doing all that extra stuff. So it's like, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I see that. I would like, I wish, you know, more artists focused on like the ones that actually paid out, like the titles and stuff like that. But I mean, it is what it is. I'm going to be real, man. Even me as an artist, I don't focus on title. And maybe because uh, my demographic is a lot smaller. Mm. But it's uh it's direct to consumer for me. It's like uh like yeah. go through my website. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. And people do. And uh that's why I see the majority of my money like just from starting like really focusing on like my website from twenty twenty to now, 
like I made way more music than I've ever made as far as like with any streaming platform. And that's through yeah. the time that I started, which is maybe like 2011 ish, 2012, you know? Yeah. I mean, Bandcamp's great too when they do like the, you know, Fridays where you get full revenue and all that. Like, Bandcamp, see, I like that. I like for the artists. I like that though too. And not to shit on Bandcamp, but like I did my first vinyl release starting with Bandcamp. And that's what made me switch over because for every purchase that uh, you make, let's say off of vinyl or something, that's 15% they're taking off top. You may not notice it for one purchase, but over time, you're going to see over that. Time. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. It accumulates. But I mean, they're offering a lot of stuff to go with it, which is, which is, you know, you, you get it. They got to get paid too. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I definitely get yeah. it. I'm not shitting on them because I, yeah. I use a band camp. Maybe I even uh, post up a new album there and maybe I need to start taking advantage because people overlook like platforms and community. Like there is a community that's still on Bandcamp. There is a community yeah. that's still on Spotify and other platforms. So, yeah, no, yeah, it's definitely, definitely one of those platforms that's, underrated and underutilized because like yeah. you see a lot of like um you know I, I i like to call them like the under like the middle tier artists who are you know they got their following and stuff like that that's how they do their releases they do the two weeks on Bandcamp, then they do what they got to do and it's like i get it make that money first and then do whatever the that money you make from there yeah. you turn 50 percent of that into marketing the project on those streaming things so it's like straight up <laughs> you know you're good to go Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I still urge every artist to get their own website, bro. Just yeah. because it's so much better for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it turned it turned a lot when we when we had opened up. Well, not your man's, but when I put out the website, I'm still working on that shit daily. I saw a lot of differences, a lot of changes. <laughs> you know. So, so getting back to what I asked, my my mm. thoughts even take you there. But you started <laughs> off in the punk rock, the hip hop. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so- yeah. From Moolah, I, I I noticed there was mad artists there that were everybody was just cheering everyone on and nobody was kind of being honest because it was a lot of it was mad trash, it's a lot of garbage, and yeah. I, I, just wasn't, I wasn't a fan <laughs> of it. You know what I'm saying? I've never been a fan. Yeah. Of that. I didn't grow up that way, so I started a Facebook group um, called the PTS do, uh, PTSD movement, and it was like products through self destruction. So it was like I posted a beat and. I would be like, yo, everybody, let's get a 16 to this. So everybody would write a 16. And then I'd be like, all right, everybody, let's judge it. Let's vote on it. Say if it's whack or not. And whoever gets the most high praising votes, I made a song out of it. And then I, after like 15 beats, I put out a mixtape with the verses. And like, it was like a dope oh, community effort. Yeah. And from there, it was dope. And I was like, all right, this is fun. There was a lot of known artists and shit that like chimed in. A lot of people who were upcoming. So after that, I was like, all right, I want to turn that, which was fun, but Facebook turned into garbage. I was like, let's, I wanted to do something that was something that I still enjoy doing, but I wanted to take that approach of it being brutally honest. So I was like, yo, I listen to music all the time. I'm always the one like, yo, check this out, check this out. I was like, let me start reviewing them. So I took like a week. I called, I literally took a week. I wrote out the format. I made up the emojis. I thought of the logo being like a big red stamp and I wrote out a a five-year plan of like, you know, audio first, the reviews first. So we're going to target the funk volume guys. So we did the one week's notice guys. Then I had like certain artists list mainstream artists. I wanted to ping first because I knew I would get their attention. Then it was um, audio then turned into a, uh, video visual for the podcast and then do weekly episodes, then get the website. So I had a whole plan and I reached out to like a couple of hip hop friends that I knew. I reached out to like 20, only like five actually reached back out. Every, you know, everybody else said I was bugging and that was it. I started, I was like, yo, just watch me work. I got people involved and I posted our first review it was one week's notice and it was dizzy, dizzy, right. Demrick and whatever their first group. And it, blew up they all first post they all were fucking demrick was crying in the comments i was making fun of him fucking you know what i'm saying the producer was like yo i appreciate you listening and fucking dizzy right every everyone and then all the young cats were like yo they got dizzy right demrick and these dudes commenting on their post already let's see what's going on over here so these young cats are arguing with them second post dave east (laughs) <laughs> he rocked with it. He commented. He shared. Damn, that's crazy. So from there, I started picking artists specifically. I had like 20 reviews in the tuck and 
it just kept, it was just, it was just like that. It just started blowing up. People were responding. We were getting into wars in the comments and it turned into this. I mean, and now it's just, I made myself a machine. I was like, I'm going to get myself to do two reviews, three reviews a day because that's how much music I usually listen to on my own. I just got to review it now. That's crazy, bro. Like, I don't <laughs> even know how you do that. <laughs> like, I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't I couldn't, continue to listen to trash. Like, that's crazy. Oh, it's rough. It gets rough sometimes. But, sometimes projects... Yeah. I know you got good shit, too. I'm not saying everybody's okay, yeah. trash, but, yeah. like, I've listened to some of the shit that you've given bad scores to just because I think that's just funny to me. Honestly, the bad stuff isn't even the worst for me. The worst stuff for me is like the the painfully generic, but like safe when it's mid. safe. Yes. Yeah, Super when it's mid. like yeah. safely generic. Like I've heard it a million times. So it and but it's also not terrible, but it's not good. Yeah, because the terrible shit is at least funny and entertaining. Yeah, the terrible shit I could be cracking up and I like laughing at how much I hate it. Like I I've been getting real reactions. Yo, I be bumping that shit in here and I be telling, you know, the lady, I'll be like, yo, come listen to this. This fire. And she'd be like, turn that shit down, man. Like and I'll be here cracking up. But so another thing y'all don't know about me too is like I edit all my own videos and I, I do videos for other people. But man, a lot of clients, man, that I <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on too many people, but let's just say like man, I, I got used to just listening to like this bad shit that I don't really fuck with. You know? <laughs> but it's cool though because like um to get back to it, it's like community, man. Like if yeah. you do, doing a service for somebody, y'all doing a service, you end up knowing these people long term, and that's a good thing. And it's like you get to make them look good or offer advice to get them good. Yep. And it's a good thing. And I really, I really see, um, I really see a lot of success for y'all because a lot of successful people that I know always have five year plans and they stick to their guns. Mm-hmm. Seems like that's what y'all motherfuckers doing. So peace to y'all. Yo, truly appreciate that, man. And yo, we appreciate you hopping on and chopping it up with, you know, chopping it up with us. This was dope. <laughs> it, it's crazy how fast the time will go when you're having a good oh, conversation. Mm-hmm. But um, yo, man. Truly hope that this project gets you. I know you sick of it, but I hope it reaches those goals that you set for it and more gets all the streams that you need. But um, let everybody know where to find you, follow you and all that good stuff. Uh, You can find me at Mark Ford uh, on Instagram. That's with a four, not an F. You can find me on Twitter under the same shit. You can find me on Facebook under the same shit. All my videos are on YouTube and all DSPs. But if you really want to support, it's Mark Ford. That's with a four, not an F. Dot bigcartel.com. You can cop uh, the digital copies. You can cop vinyl. You can cop merch. All that shit. More shit coming soon. Vinyl on the way right now. There's pre-orders right now, but vinyl will be on the way in about a month. You can copy some vinyl. You know, copy some beanies. Copy a poster. Uh, even got edibles on the website. So if you hey. that, fuck with me. Hey, I'll hey. some of those from you. <laughs> yeah, I might get a beanie. <laughs> I might get a beanie. Yo, again, man. Yo, we truly appreciate you, man. We're gonna sign off, but yo, thanks again, man. Truly appreciate it. Hey, salute. Shout out to Not Your Man. Hey. Hey, we tried, man. We tried. Peace. Peace.